breached the Black Helpline. The revolution will not be televised. Got that big ass fucking um, Eric Jordan. The, the pinata. The, oh, that thing was amazing. The ghetto yada. The ghetto yada. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big Nike Air Force One. Oh my God! Filled with filled with candy. I want to see the really? picture of me stealing candy from a baby. <laughs> I, I, know, I didn't see any pictures of it. That was funny. I could have lived through you guys for a sec. Well, you know, we did what every other adult does: takes a thousand pictures on their phone and never actually <laughs> shares any. Of well, them. <laughs> we also did what every other adult does, which is take time for ourselves That's to right. go out and do shit that we right. want to do. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and oh, oh, I'm doing everything that I do it the same thing that everyone does for their friend. I stay home and bitch about it. And then I, the you know, the friend that I'm fucking, I'd also go on oh, um, mm, <laughs> <laughs> online dating sites. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, so, yeah. How's that going? Yeah, how's that going? Oh, could you pop this up? You okay now? Cover me in pickle juice and call me your slave. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Anyway. Amazing. Hey. Hi, everybody. Man, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like white people outside the females, and I only like the females for sexual things. My nigga. <laughs> can't use it. I you know. are a clown. Why do you give me shit that I can't fucking use? You know. Honest to God. Honest to God. Yeah. Why don't you just stop giving me shit that I have to edit out? Yeah, germ. Hey, what the this fuck? This can be used. Nobody knows who the fuck this is. The other one you can't. The white people, because you know it's it's the guy. No, I'm gonna actually use it. Okay, fucking use it. All right. Uh, but I did. But I did make the. Just slow it down. Germ. I like that. That's beautiful. That is not my voice. All I'm saying is stop giving me stuff that I actually have to work to edit out. Seat your food. I'm trying to eat my food, but I don't want to be smacking up into the microphone either. So what? Doesn't matter. These lips carry. Big nom 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 nom. Hi, I'm Tricky Mickey. I'm malcontent. I'm Big Germ. Well, shit. Every time you say, you know, I know that, I know that you're trying to maybe kill us with the element of surprise but every time you say i'm big germ you're you're delayed no no I wasn't i'm expecting player. something to come out like now it's big germ, it's big germ. thank big you germ. Germ. welcome to the black helpline well some of it's us need more help than others there's only one of us who needs a lot of help <laughs> gang up on our motherfuckers <laughs> who wait no big germ big germ big germ mm-hmm. yeah yeah big i know germ. Anyway, what's going on, y'all? Nothing. I just came from a wine tasting, so I'm having some Mediterranean roti because I'm otherwise feeling a little bit, not quite 95%. Of I had a couple of afternoon libations myself. I was really? I usually re- I usually refrain during the week, but yeah, I can't day drink. They were just you know they just they were just too good to, to pass up. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I did spit when I wanted to swallow. <laughs> there you go. That's oh, what yeah, she, that's, that's what she said. said. Whatever. It's like, you're supposed to swallow this, ma'am. Well, mm-hmm. That's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So what's going on? What's popping? Same old, same old, yo. Yeah. Well. How y'all doing? Uh, You know, I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm in a room with two of my favorite people, so. Touche. We yeah. can't really complain about that. I mean, we can got a lot to complain about, but this ain't yeah. one of them. Nope, it's good to see you guys. 
good to hear some of the tales for the weekend. My yep. weekend sucked. Whatever. It's because you decided you didn't want to leave the fucking house. You should have. You should have brought your ass out. And by the way, that wasn't me replying to you on my phone. I don't care if it's a group. It's both of you. <laughs> I don't care. If it's a group, it's both of you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just it's jealous. True. You're just jealous. It's true. Man. It's true. You got so hit so hard with my, with my words. <laughs> Your wording. Yeah. You yeah, probably you, know. you probably couldn't tell the difference, could you? <laughs> How was oh. the way that he worded it? What was that ridiculousness? Oh, that ridiculousness? Negro something or other? Yeah. Oh, did you call Negro me pants? Negro, Negro pants. pants. You call me Negro pants. Negro pants. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Is that, pants on, is that pants on the ground? You know, I just made that shit up on the fly. Yeah, we I figured that did. out. So, yeah, what you're talking about now. So I invented something. You didn't invent anything. I'm sure some five-year-old it's said that, relevant. too. I'm sure somewhere some five-year-old black child said that. Fuck that I'm so glad that you invented child. Negro pants. Like, that's the pinnacle of what you invented. Wow. Negro pants. Exactly. Regardless, here we are. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about, as we always do. Of course. Because we are who we are. And we are here to help, help those who don't know. know. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yes, that's you. That's, that's you. And you. And you. And you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's why we're here, because we want to help you. We don't want to hinder you. We we wish to help you. It's all beautiful. So, what's today? What's what's on today's well, docket? With that said, um, we've been talking a lot about um, you know homosexuality in the community, transgender rights, or lack of at times. And the sex trait that involves that and comes around with that. It's 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 not all encompassing, but there's a lot of similarities, a lot of avenues there, and a lot of reasons why people should pay attention to what's going on in our in our gay communities. You know, of all types. Everyone should pay attention to marginalized communities because even though you don't think it necessarily affects you, it does. It affects everyone. And it will everyone. Well and it will. Even if you think, oh, what's beyond me, or it's that's that's not my problem, not my life, not my problem. Actually, it is. And until we all do better, we all need to do better so that we can all do better. Yes. And it's really just a simple philosophy. Inclusive, everyone. It's an inclusive philosophy. And we may be a lot of things, but we are what we, I don't think that we are, what we are not is uh, exclusionary. We are not exclusionary at in what's no in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. Well, we would have nowhere. We would have nowhere to. No one to turn to. Nothing to have. Nothing would have um, exploited our our creativity. You know, <laughs> inclusiveness is very important. And in, in those marginalized communities, it's becoming more and more apparent that a lot of people aren't on the same page. It's, especially when you think that they would be. You know, um, you say that's culturally. I think community? I think I think I think it's I think it's huge in the black community. Yeah. You know, excluding gays, homosexuality of the LBGTQ community. Yeah. I've seen it. I mean, this is before we had these acronyms too. Yeah. This is decades, you know. I agree. I agree. And and I don't understand it. I've never understood one group of people who've already been marginalized and excluded who then pick on somebody else to exclude and marginalize. It doesn't make any sense to well, me. Well, things that I've read is that the black females in the group, they feel that if there are black gay men, it's another route for them 
that dwindles the the pool for them being gay. You mean the inventory? Than the well, <laughs> the inventory, yeah. Uh, but you know, if it's not if it's not incarceration, if it's not AIDS, if it's not you know heart disease, any other thing that takes away black men from women, now there's this, and they think that's more selective. You know that they're selecting not to be well. Women. That's part of the that's part of the problem of the marginalization. Yeah. Is that you know, not just blacks, you know, you can look at the evangelicals, you know, who think that people choose these yeah. lifestyles, that these oh, lifestyles are let me go let me go over Kmart one day yeah. and just choose, yeah. you know I mean, but at the same time they're saying God controls all. Right. <laughs> you know. So yeah, they would say, oh, a guy would make an abomination. Like my friend Bobby, who was, uh-huh. you know, who's a transvestite. You know, he would create would say, something that he God would to not destroy. create something like this. This is an abomination. Or he needs to you know? send to one of those transforming schools. Or one of those <laughs> one of those places where they turn you back to straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn you to something you never were. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, conversion therapy. Yeah. Conversion therapy. Which is such bullshit. You know, the- Such bullshit. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. And I was thinking about the first boy I was ever attracted to, which was in second grade. His name was Eddie. Eddie. He had a fucking perfect afro. God, I love that kid. And he had an afro that had one of those. He had an afro pick with oh. the black power fucking mm-hmm. symbol oh, yeah. in that afro pick. But that was second grade. Before our sexualities are really even supposed to be bubbling to the surface. And I was attracted to a little boy. And as a little girl attracted to a little boy in a binary world, even before our sexuality started to to bud, that to me is like, well, that's where my sexuality was lying. And and kids, many people I know who are of the LGBTQ community, they would probably say that their attractions started around that same age, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. to the opposite sex and yeah. thankfully we don't live in a binary world anymore and i'm happy to say that this non-binary <laughs> world allows for everyone to fall in love with everyone and it's a beautiful thing however i digress my point being that if you were to talk to somebody most people and they were to say in honesty that their sexuality started to, to bud around second or third grade and they were to recognize to whom they were attracted they would probably say to somebody of the same sex, but they couldn't necessarily grapple with that because in a binary world, and especially a binary world that completely negated everything other than men with women, there was nothing they could do with these feelings and there was no way that they can compartmentalize them. And so this whole conversion therapy is such bullshit. And I, well, I mean, it's a whole fucking episode as far as I'm concerned. Well, it is torture. You're, you're you're stripping someone of their not only of their dignity to no. begin Everything. with, but you're stripping them of their their humanity. No. You mm-hmm. know their their you personhood. You don't feel what you feel, right? Right. You, know, you feel and, what we tell you. Well, that, why do you think we have so many so much um, suppression in the gay communities? People, straight men getting married, having families, twenty, thirty years, and then one day they come out of the closet. You know. Yeah. You know, a lot of these men wait till their children go off to college, that their children are adults, and it's like, father's gay. You know, it's like, I, I only I only had sex to create you, yeah. you know? And you see this all the time with people being caught. With, you know, the world is surrounded by cameras. So when you see people, and a lot of these people are hypocrites, 
that say, oh, this is bad. You got these pastors in the south, you know, in the north. There was one in Chicago recently that was caught in an affair with, with a man. Yeah. You know, oh, they're, they're the loudest and the the not loudest the about it. <laughs> not the proudest. You know, it goes back to that terminology. The loudest people are usually the weakest. You know, yeah. screaming. You're screaming about something? You're the one who needs to be watched. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. so the, I I turn, I turn you folks back to the great holy Bible. <laughs> great uh, holy being right. oxymorons in and of themselves. Exactly. Yeah, it's an amazing kind of, it's amazing not in a good way. <clears throat> Well, that yeah, exactly, it is. That we find ourselves in this kind of conundrum and or and maelstrom of hatred still to this day. We're in 20-fucking-19, and this yeah. is the way people are still acting and reacting. Right. They're rolling back. Like, know. bitches, you need to just fucking, you need to check yourself. I'm tired of y'all yeah. trying to check somebody else. Check your shit. Trump rolling back the uh, Obama, you know, letter, basically letting transgender be yeah. in the military. right. And you know what? Rolling that back. I'm sorry. It's like you're going to lose a lot of people in a lot of industries. You know, threatening to give the give employers the the ability to fire someone if they're if they're gay or transgender. Going back to the don't ask, don't tell thing. Yeah. Imagine this now: if Obama had done all the shit that Trump is doing. Yes. Not only would he have been raked against the coals, but I'm probably thinking that Trump would be doing all the things that Obama did. <laughs> well, Just yeah, because. he probably would, but, but, he, but of course, he's only... I love my gay person over oh, he's only doing He's only doing it to, he's doing to it get to attention, spite. to yeah. spite, yeah. and yeah. no matter what happens, this bigot will never let anything good happen unless, you know, and the, the rights of the gay community are super important because they're, they are not only one of the backbones of society... They are one of the biggest caring sectors of society. You know, we need more people who give a fuck, not less. Mm. You know, and and let's not forget about the great designing. I mean, I'm sorry I had to say it. I just have to do it. Carl and John have a great yard. <laughs> <laughs> the clothes, man. The clothes. The clothes. The the, the inspiration. Everything. Yeah. You know. You know. No Music. One, the, yeah. Let me get me started there. And oh. Everything, everything that everything that everyone does, has to have an inclusive factor so that everyone can experience everybody's talents. And when we suppress that, like what our society is trying to do now—not our society as a whole, but our society as a social norm—it's becoming harder and harder for the LBGTQ community to communicate their way, their, their wants and needs. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And think about it though: for fifty years. 50 years, and that's a short amount of time. 50 fucking years. However, it's a short amount of time, considering how long black people have have strived for equality and for inclusion and for rights. And shame on the ones that do this shit. You know, I read this this, this, uh, guy's statement about pulling a woman over or stopping a, a woman on the side of the highway in Chicago, and this is very recently, and he, he got out of the car, he's like, oh, ma'am, are you okay? He's like, yeah, you know, I got a flap, let me help you out with that. Guy goes to help her out. She gets out of the car, he realizes that the woman's bigger than he thought she was. Um, and all the guy said was, well, you could change this yourself. You can go through, you went through all that crap, you still got manning, you can change this yourself. I really wanted to just like, go find this brother and, mm. and just go, how dare you... <coughs> exclude someone after all we've been through 
after all we've been through. He ain't yeah. taking nothing you got. Yeah. You know? And that's but, the light version. I mean, yeah, now you're is, looking at these these fuckers are murdering. Well, people. yeah. Well, there's been, Leaving there's been, them in a ditch. There's been nine nine transsexual murders in the last Transgender. Two, transgender. Transgender. Murders in the last two years. And three of those being in Texas. No, there's been more than that. There's, there's been, been more, many more than that. But those yeah. are the ones 20, I know about. 26, I'm reading 26 deaths of transgender in the U.S. Those are the ones who've been counted. Yeah. yeah. Think about all the ones who aren't counted or the ones who've been Don't misgendered. Yeah. Well, misgendered. There are a lot of people who are misgendered yeah, because we live report, in a binary world. When they report it, they right. don't take the right info. or Right. Or they they take what they see at face value, and they don't take what the person actually considered to be their own gender identity, and that's a whole different conversation as gender identity. But let's talk about the discrimination. Let's talk about a little bit about discrimination in terms of the trans community. I mean, I, I just came back from San Francisco where I was working with sex workers as well as marginalized communities, and I can tell you straight up that many people were relegated to doing sex work because they had no other choice because of discrimination, because of prejudice, because of all of the exclusionary factors that go into being a person who is not necessarily a white, binary, cisgender person, which is a good portion of this community. Well, yeah. I mean, if you don't understand something, you're always going to get the pitchforks out first, you know. Some would say maybe that's to see the light. It's like, nah, I don't no. think so. You know, inclusiveness is inclusiveness, period. Sure is, it is. is. That, do you find that that's in the U.S.? Or? I can only speak to the United States. Okay. And yes, inclusion is inclusion. That doesn't mean necessarily right. that people do this. You may say it. Does that mean that you actually practice it? And so I have a cousin who is a, um, she's an abolitionist. And she believes that all sex work should be abolished. She believes that all all kinds of anything having to do with a sexual transaction for money should be abolished. And I said, well, the problem here is that what you're doing is taking away the autonomy for people who have no other recourse. You, you're trying to take away the ability for somebody to make money, to house themselves, clothe themselves, feed themselves. Mm-hmm. I said, under the guise of of this being all uh, sexual uh, predatory behavior. And I said, in, in, to your point, there is some sexual predatory behavior. Yeah. But what we're also dealing with is the fact that some people don't have an education. They don't have the familial support. They don't have all these things in place so that they can move forward. And so what they have is sex work to feed themselves and to clothe themselves and to house themselves. And if you take that away, what happens is, you are creating a whole different kind of very dangerous situation for people to go f- and move forward in their everyday lives. And you take away, was it Backpage, and you take away Craigslist, Craigslist. and mm-hmm. you take away all these things. What are you left with? Do you think that you're abolishing sex work? What you're doing is you are actually making these conditions more dangerous for people. And she says, well, let's just, let's just abolish... I mean, let's let's you know let's let's get rid of the patriarchy. And I said, okay, well now we're talking about a whole different kind of fucking set of bullshit that you and I will never see end in our lifetime. So Don't. what can we do to make this a better situation for the people who are in it? Instead of saying let's make this dangerous all across the board, why don't we, much like the drug trade, 
try to make this something that people can actually approach and incorporate instead of instead of say 12 steps and that's the only way say okay what can we do about um harm reduction harm Mm -hmm, reduction is a great tool for some people who the 12 steps don't work and so it's like there's got to be a way that we can find a middle ground and i mean that for fucking everything i don't mean that just for sex work i don't mean that just for the lgbtq community i mean that for the black community and people of color like why can't why can't our white allies help us find a middle ground so that we can all move forward together in in strength and in love and in 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 solidarity? It's hard. Got to ask them to their face. Well, it's it's often I do. It's, it's often and I oh, do. Oh, so do I. It's like you know, if you are if you're going to be concerned about me, then I've had this discussion similar to this about white inclusiveness in the. It, abolition of of abuse towards the gay community and people of color mm-hmm. you know it is it is part of their duty as our friends to always have an open mind and and i'd like to think that majority of the white people i know are all about this they're all about this shit they're all about getting rid of this shit they're all about protecting people like us having our best interests at heart and you know in other words but a lot of people aren't very keen on it because it doesn't affect them directly. Right. It's not in you your know? hood. It's not in your hood. It's not in, it's <clears throat> on the radar daily. Mm-hmm. It is not something that it's like it's like telling a person who lives in Kenwood that well I want my kid to go to your school because your taxes are higher. That means your schools are better, better. because that's how they set it up, you know? Well, no, you're supposed to stay over there yeah. and get that education because we don't understand what you're going through because our kids will never experience that. Our white friends will never, obviously, never experience what we experience, and and our straight friends, for our gay people, will never experience what they experience as far as as far as discrimination, just for being fucking alive. But right. damn, if you can't help it, if you hear your fucking uncle running his fucking mouth, check his ass. Yeah. You know, you got a good friend say some kind of homosexual slur, and it wasn't a room full of fags laughing at it. Check his ass. Check everybody's ass who gets out of line because I tell you what, if you mess with my gay friends, we're gonna have a problem. Did that last Big month. fucking problem. Last month. Huge problem. Exactly. You know, I don't care who you are, you know. And that's how our, our friends have to be. All of our friends. They have to have that kind of moxie to stand up for you. Because yeah. I do the same fucking thing for them, you know? Yeah. They gotta have it. Yeah. And or that's the, where we're running age, out of the AIDS jokes. Yeah, you know, somebody said that my uncle died of that. You know? Yeah, I was like, that ain't. I just gonna, found, found I just found out three days ago a friend of mine is HIV positive. Mm-hmm. It blew my fucking mind because you never think he was. But when people make jokes like that, I've had thirty people die from from AIDS. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have many friends who are infected with HIV still to this day. Thankfully, the the medications have gotten better and the regimens have gotten better. But if we don't stick up for things like that, when we hear little jokes like that, and we're not ready to smack a motherfucker. You know, to correct them, that means that if they're just telling that little joke while you're just shucking and jiving with them, what what are they doing when they with somebody else? You know, right? I mean, what are they doing behind uh, closed doors? Yeah, or right, riding in their car at night? Yeah, what what are their fucking motives? Who is he? Who are these motherfuckers? You know, who would actually make those kind of jokes? Yeah. You know, oh look at this well, age looking safe. motherfucker. They feel you know, safe. I they're lost a place. friend over that shit when I lost twenty pounds once for my health. I said, well, you look like you got AIDS. I go, you look like you got ass whooping last night. <laughs> Saying this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Fucking clown. 
But it's true. We all got to look after each other. And black people need to stop this bullshit about non-inclusiveness. Oh, not black. Non-inclusiveness. That is ridiculous. Well, our I, our allies need to stop it, too. It's not yeah. just a black thing. It's yeah, an no. allyship thing. And, in fact, I had a conversation with, my, with a good friend just last week. And we were talking about what it takes for her to mobilize. And I said, look... You will never understand what it means to just drive down the street and have somebody follow you. You'll never understand what it means to be a person of suspicion simply because you were in the vicinity. I said, but what you can do is call out injustices. What you can do is empathize. What you can do is hold space. And what you can do is actually be somebody who has a voice that's stronger than what we are right now. I always in fact to this day i will always appreciate the term people of color because the term people of color to me is a term that actually invokes power it's not that i'm black it's not that i'm african-american it's not that i'm latina it's not that i'm any Mm -hmm. of these things it's that as a person of color and all people of color who unite all of a sudden you've got strength because there's strength in numbers and i would like to hear more people call themselves people of color versus i'm this i'm that i'm fragmented blah 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 no you know what we are we're people in solidarity, solidarity against the patriarchy, against the establishment, against the bullshit. We want to live in harmony. We want to be a part of this future. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. want to be the ones who suffer in the, I guess, the ideology of this future. May as well say people of color now, because there won't be too many whites later. Well, well that, we won't see yeah. it in this lifetime. No, well, this we won't lifetime. see it in our lifetime. I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Well, I think there's a I think there's a, a huge understanding of, of coming afloat because people are getting really sick of hearing about the same shit every day. And I think that a lot of people who historically would sit on their hands are getting tired of sitting on their hands. Hands are getting numb. They're getting numb yeah. from either sitting on them or wringing them. Yeah. You know, me, my shit's numb from wringing them every day. You know, I don't know about you, but I see all these people sitting on their hands and they call themselves progressive. They call themselves inclusive. But at the end of the day, are you? You know, do you hold space for these people? Do you hold space for us? You know, are we part of your your basic plan of civility towards human beings? You know, and and if and if we're not, who is? You know, what I see are pretty selective. Yeah. They're what I see selective. are a lot of people who are armchair dissidents. I see a lot of oh, armchair. Yeah, oh, that sucks. Thumbs down. Get the fuck out of here. Actually, do something. <laughs> yeah. Actually, write a letter. Use Thumbs your power. Down. Use your 40 cents that you can buy in a fucking stamp. Put it on, an, on a letter and voice your opinion. Don't just, oh, Facebook. Yeah. Say something. Do something. Stop being such a fucking panty waste. Yeah. Speak up to Speak the injustices up, that you yeah. see. Yes. Dare you. Because dare you. Thank you. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you to take a fucking stand. Yep. Instead of sitting around watching the news, wringing your hands, or mm-hmm. sitting on them, in other words. Pearl clutchers. The news ain't going to change, but you can. Yes, everybody No, the news can. is not going to change, but you, as the pearl clutcher, can. It, it makes it very difficult to have have this argument with people because people go... You know, I want the, I really want the t-shirt that says, but, dot, 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 dot. Because that's the argument. Mm -hmm. The buts. But my ass, right? Exactly. You know, I mean, I think that'd be on the back, too. But, dot, 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 and then, but my ass. ass. (laughs) 
That's a good one. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's true. People will people will relegate and delegate their time to what they feel is a worthy cause for their space. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not creating space for other people. And that's we have a big hole in our society because of that. Huge hole of misunderstanding. This divide and conquer is just creating a crater we're all falling into. You know, ain't number fire and shit down there. And that, we're all falling into this bullshit together because we're creating this divide because, well, it doesn't affect me. You know, yeah, coming to a neighborhood near you soon. Some bullshit. Okay? It will affect you. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> Time. Yes. It's an amazing topic, you know, because, I mean, we started off in the LGBT com- LGBTQ community. But the fact of the matter is, is that all marginalized communities need to stick together. I think in the next episode, we should actually talk about those sad lost souls. Like that sad, weird Negro with the fucking swastikas all up and down in his oh, arms no. yeah, or yeah 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 whoever yeah. the fuck that sad piece of fucking work is i i unfortunately yeah. grew up with him i knew him yeah and we grew up together and that's that another guy's straight Chappelle show episode well that is that is that is attention seeking 101 right there that's like that's like the doctrine in attention seeking <laughs> you get you your know. ass beat everywhere or color denial yeah and it's completely color denial. Um, it is. It was that way all of our lives. So you live in that person live in Georgia now? No, so. no, no. That person lives down in um, um, Lafayette, Indiana, mm. at the moment. Okay. Is he invo- is he invited to a lot of rallies? No, he's just Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> That's <laughs> what <know>? I mean. <laughs> with the hood on. The problem is with people like that when they when they marginalize themselves, they become the pinata for racism they sit they they say look at me i'm just like you he's too stupid to die because of that mm. you know that is like that is like a poster child for any kind of southerner you put a you put a rebel flag on your body and you put swastikas on your body and you you, you darker than me you know you ain't dark and lovely but you darker than me no he's straight up nighttime yeah he is nighttime you know it's like you need well, a, that's passport darkness. Field Fuck hand. that guy. Field hand. But yes, <laughs> that would be a, a wonderful topic to cover: the demarginalization, demarginalization of oneself. Right, right, right. Exactly. Or that, and being so lost as a person who is of color that you cannot see the fucking forest for the trees. Really, is what it comes like. What the fuck is wrong with you? Shame. What's wrong with you? Crazy. Shame. What is wrong with you? At any rate, okay, Tricky Mickey here. And I'm malcontent. I'm Big Germ. Hell yeah. Oh, he brought it back down. Brought it down. Big Germ brought it back down to the dark and lovely aspect of the evening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Black Helpline. That's right. If you want to get in touch, please do so. You can email us at blackhelpline at gmail.com or you can Twitter at us at Black Helpline. Or you can call us 612-615-9636. I'm Tricky Mickey. Have a great night. Have a great night.